Do you have a story to tell? Here at Rider on the Road, it's the journey that matters. Regardless of where you are on your riding journey, Rider on the Road will inspire you to take your dreams and make them happen. So sit back and enjoy the show as Melinda brings you guests who know what it's like to go it alone and who are willing to reach out to the rest of us by sharing their stories. Authors, publishers, entrepreneurs, people at all stages of the riding journey, just like you and me. It's time, dear listeners, to answer the question for yourselves. Do you have a story to tell? And it's welcome to a very special episode of Writer on the Road. As we're fast approaching episode number 100, which is exciting in its own, right? We're opening things up a little bit and we're bringing on co-host Sarah Williams from Far North Queensland. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, Sarah is very forgiving because she's not actually in far north Queensland, which is Cairns and Port Douglas for our international listeners. It's actually Townsville, which is a little bit further south. Uh, Sarah, what's the weather like up there today? It's 33 degrees. It's yeah. so hot. It's not even funny. So I am in my little studio that I've set up for podcasting. And because of noise restraints, I can't even turn the aircon on. So I'm sweating. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor old Sarah. She's been listening to me nag her, everyone, about how we have to get it right sound-wise for our podcasts. Otherwise, you guys all turn off on us. Uh, having said that, I haven't told her about all the mistakes I've made over the last 85 episodes. Uh, Sarah, up in, or up in North Queensland, you've already written one novel and you've got another one coming along. Would you like to tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, sure. So I started my writing journey two years ago. And in that time, I was asked, I was offered a contract with the traditional publisher, but I turned it down and decided to go independent. So my first book was out in May. And that one's called The Brothers of Brigadier Station. And uh, then in about two months time in November, I've got my second one coming out, which is called The Outback Governess. So I'm very excited about that. These ones are romance novels, both based in Outback, Queensland. Yeah, and Sarah's bringing a whole lot more expertise to the show, everyone. Sarah runs her own publishing company, which is really, really exciting, so she'll be able to give us some inside tips on on how that all works. And she's also running at the moment the Townsville Writers and Publishing Centre, and she's just come off a writer's retreat on the beautiful Magnetic Island. Uh, So, Sarah, you'll be getting out and about. I think you were out in the Outback recently as well. Yeah, I'm just heading out on Tuesday, actually. Each school holidays, we like to travel around. I have four young children, so they do need to go out and experience other places. And um, so, yeah, we're going out to Winton, Hewenden, and Longreach. And I'll be doing a library tour this week at those three places. So I'm very excited about that. It's also research for my second in the Brigadier Station series, which will come out next year if I can figure out what I'm going to write about. (laughs) Yeah. Now, here's Sarah, everyone. I'm the writer on the road, and she's the one going to all the exotic locations. Winton, (laughs) believe it or not, is one of the most exotic outback locations that you can get. Hewenden, I've stayed there too many times to even mention uh, has great caravan park has great pub and if you're really lucky there's water in the river uh, everyone who's overseas we are going to get a real slice of the outback life with sarah as she travels around and sarah you're going to tell us about it when you come home aren't you i am i'm very excited <clears throat> it'll it'll be great i'll bring back some tales something up for everyone winton believe it or 
I'm sorry, everybody. Siri just decided to join in the conversation. So, Sarah, I will give Siri a little slap. What were you talking about? <laughs> um, going to the Outback. And uh, when I get back, I'll be telling you all about how the library tours went and uh, what the weather's like out in the Outback. I hear it's quite hot and dry. So good fun yeah and probably promoting a few of our rural romance authors as as you go along as well i know uh rachel johns has got a conference happening over in western australia next year and either sarah or i or both of us may be privileged enough to get over there and share share that news with you i've got my eye on the london book fair and the frankfurt book fair so sarah you can have wa I would love to go to WA. I am good friends with a bunch of WA <clears throat> romance authors, so I would absolutely love that. I'm currently saving up to go to the Romance Writers of New Zealand conference next year, and I'm also saving up to finally get to the American conference at one point, hopefully when it's in New York. That one sounds good. Yeah, so Sarah, everyone will have a lot of the romance stuff covered um, and that frees me up. I'm looking to move a little bit more into, I guess, the wider writing community. I'm hoping to bring some literary writers on board because that's my interest and my passion. None of us make any money, but that's where I like to sit. Uh, <laughs> and I've already been looking at a few of the thriller writers and, and different genres. Uh, I'm also interested in entrepreneurship, as you know, uh, the business of writing. So hopefully between the two of us, we'll be able to cover a lot more and bring what's happening around the traps here in Australia and New Zealand, Australia, Australasia, I suppose we call ourselves, as we keep our ear to the ground and discover what's happening in our neck of the woods because both Sarah and I we listen to Joanna Penn and we listen to a lot of the guys um what's his name Dawkins and we what's Mark it? Dawson yeah Mark yep. Dawson's I've got sorry everyone it's Sunday I've got my <laughs> brain left behind uh but we listen to all of these guys but there's not a lot happening here in Australia I know uh, Pamela's got her podcast up and running now, so I'll have to get her back on board to have a chat to her about how that's all going. And it's Women for Women or something like that, so I'll reference that in the show notes. Um, but in the meantime, Sarah and I are going to try and broaden our horizons and therefore your horizons. So stick with us um, as we try not to talk over each other, as we try not to crash into each other, and we try to bring you what you want. Hopefully, Sarah, what do you think about having a question and answer session for some of our listeners at some stage? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. I think that would be brilliant. Yeah, so I'm going to leave Sarah to work out the tech to that because everyone, that's too complicated for me and that's why I haven't done it yet. Um, but we'll also be bringing on our little Patreon button so that you can pay us to listen to us. All the things that I haven't had time to do and haven't been able to do because I'm a dumb cluck. Uh, oh, sorry, I have a creative mind. Uh, Sarah's a lot more practical and she can make a lot of this stuff happen. So I'm really excited to have her. Um, and plus I'll be able to go tripping around a bit more and Sarah will be there to, I guess, to hold the fort. Um, how do you feel about that, Sarah? Am I dobbing you in here? Yeah, no, I um, I think that will be fine. I can probably manage that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and having said that, everyone, I'm off to Sydney tomorrow. I'm off for a two-week holiday and I'm really excited because it's my, my first break in a while. Sarah is going to uh, put up her first interview with the beautiful Barbara Hannay up there in North Queensland, so we're excited to put that one up for you tomorrow. Uh, next week we're both going to be away, so how's that co-hosting on our first week? We're both going to be away, um, and I've got the beautiful Julie Schooler from over in New Zealand as she grapples with changing from non-fiction writing to fiction writing and it's interesting how difficult that can actually be for some people and she's got a few tips and tricks for us. Uh, Sarah, any any heads up on what um, you and Barbara are talking about this week? 
Yeah, Barbara and I had a, a great little chat. She was actually the inspiration and the reason I started writing romance in the first place. So it was she's she's a bit of an idol for me, and it was just lovely to be able to sit down and, and have a really good chat to her about her career. She's She's been in the industry for 20 years, so she's a bit of a, a pearl of wisdom. Okay, so we are going to sign off now from our very first Together intro, and we haven't talked over each other at all. We did have five retakes, everybody, as we tried to get it correct, um, but we are we are often running as co-hosting right around the road until Sarah gets sick of me and all my introductions, and then I'll be back <laughs> to my own again. Um, but we will manage it, Sarah. So it's bye from Mel at Rider on the Road and... Sarah from Serenade Publishing. Yeah, and we'll, we'll put our links and we'll get organised and we'll tell you all the wonderful things we're doing as we're going along. So sit back, relax, listen to Sarah and Barbara Hannay talk all things romance. Barbara Hannay is an award-winning author of more than 50 novels published in 26 languages worldwide. She's won the Rita Award once and has been nominated twice for the Romance Writers of Australia Ruby Award, including this year for The Grazier's Wife. Thanks for being in my studio today, Barbara. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? Well, I guess like like most aspiring writers, I, I've, I've loved writing all my life. As a child, it was, you know, the way I filled in a lot of my time, um, writing stories on the backs of my dad's blueprints, he was he, he was an engineering draftsman, so he brought home these lovely big empty pieces of paper for me to, <laughs> to, to draw and write on. Um, you know, at school, lot, enjoyed writing poetry, and you know, English was my favourite subject. Uh, became an English teacher because writing was my favourite thing. Had married and had children, and wrote stories for my children, wrote stories for magazines like Women's Day and Women's Weekly, but then, but didn't really imagine that I'd ever become a novelist. And then when my children were getting older and I was back teaching, I was teaching a unit of popular fiction to a year 11 class and we were examining detective fiction, action adventure and romance. We had to an- analyse these and look at the stereotype characters and the predictability of them and be all very clever. But at the same time, I was thinking how much I enjoyed the romance and how it reminded me of the books I loved when I was a girl, like Anne of Green Gables and Little Women and Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, all, all those stories that had romances in them as well. And we, you know, we also had information about how you could write for Mills and Boone. And I just thought, hmm, <laughs> these look rather easy and I think I could write one of these. Uh, so in the next school holidays, I dashed one off and sent it off to London thinking they'd be very excited to get my amazing story. <laughs> and I got quite a quick rejection with, with a few encouraging comments, though, enough to make me think, OK, you know, there's a little bit to learn, but um, I'm going to stick with this. Of course, I had a lot to learn because at that point I had only read two, two Mills and Boone, the two that I read with my class. <laughs> <laughs> they were the first ones I'd ever oh read. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I was, being, I was very arrogant to think that I could just turn my hand to these. But I, I, everyone thinks they are easy they because do. they are um, 
we're all so familiar with the, the types of stories that they are. But what you had, I had to learn was what it is that readers love about romance. Um, and I had, I, you know, so I, immer- I immersed myself in that genre. I read as many as I could. Uh, and over the next four years, I made more submissions and um, just kept getting slightly more positive rejections. That's it. But I didn't give up. And so many of my friends that I've known who are writers who are interested in in becoming published give up with the first rejection and I don't know why they do but um, I didn't. Excellent. <laughs> I stuck with it. That's it. And I think there's a lot you can learn from osmosis just by reading books as well oh, as yeah. yeah, as well as doing the courses. Yeah. It's, it's reading. I think it helped too that I had been um, already analysing them, mm. you know, as a teacher. Yeah. So I was sort of worked out some of the structure and things for myself as well that would helped yeah brilliant now i actually met you for the first time about two and a half years ago here in townsville at uh, a literary festival we had when you actually did a workshop about how to write a romance that day changed my life personally it did (laughs) wow (laughs) up until that point i'd been wanting to write but it was more women's fiction I thought, oh, I'll do this romance um, workshop. It sounds interesting, like a author. Didn't know you at that point. <laughs> and literally walked out of there just going, light bulb moment, I'm a romance writer. And I took, you had so many um, useful pieces of printouts and handouts, went home and I literally wrote my very first book that afternoon. Wow. I had it planned out by the end of the weekend. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. So you've been absolutely my inspiration for the last oh, two years. that's lovely so, to know. So, you know. <laughs> so you have done a few workshops, um, yep. especially up here in Townsville. I know I, I put one on for our Writers' Centre last year, and then you did one yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. what was that one about? Um, well, I had a range of different kinds of writers there. Some were wanting to write children's books and some were wanting to write non-fiction even. Uh, so it was, a, but it was, what I still focused on was um, how, no, no matter what kind of story you want to tell, you have to hook into your reader's emotions. That's they right. want to feel. So uh, we looked at how to make the characters appeal to your reader uh, and then how to structure a story, how to give the characters an arc um, so that they, we can see some kind of change, mm. the need for giving your characters a goal that, so that there's something to care about, you know, and hope happens for them. Yeah. Now, the, these things, things you'd say you need to know, whether you write romance, exactly. crime, anything, mm. so all yeah. the genres, so it's, yeah. it's important. Would you recommend people do workshops and courses? Look, it depends on your personality. Um, some people are very intuitive writers and if they have to be too analytical, it somehow blocks their muse. Mm. Um, I love it. I can never get enough talking about craft, so mm. I'm happy. And whenever I prepare a workshop, it always makes me rethink my own writing. Yes. Um, so I get as much out of it as I think the people who, who come along do. So if you're certainly interested in learning um, as much as you can about the craft of writing, I, I, I t- totally recommend them. Even if you think you know it all, you, you always pick up something new yeah. from every every workshop. You are, yeah. I know we um, met again this year at the Romance Writers of Australia conference yeah. 
and um, I know that's the second year I've been to that conference and I still go to all the workshops and I still learn something new mm. or I'll talk to someone and I'll learn something new about the industry or yeah. and yeah you never stop learning I think mm. it's um it's very important to keep your ear to the ground I'm actually doing um, year of the novel starting next month the, through the Queensland Writers yeah. Centre. Yeah. Pamela Cook's taking it this year, oh, so lovely. it'll be very exciting. Yeah. I love I love being around the rural romance writers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so you you started publishing with Mills and Boone, and now you're publishing with Penguin. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about how you changed overall? Well, I was incredibly lucky. An editor from Penguin sent me an email and asked me would I be interested in writing for them. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a dream moment. Who doesn't want to be headhunted by Penguin? <laughs> <laughs> so which was your first book that came out with Penguin? It was Zoe's Muster. I love Zoe's Muster. Yeah. It's one of my favourites. That's gorgeous. And um, most of your rurals or all of them, are they set in Queensland? Yeah, they are. All. Well, the contemporary story is set in mm. Queensland, but I have a... The last three or four have had a historical thread and that's often been set in, because that involves World War Two. normally, mm. they've been set in places like England, PNG, Singapore. The latest one was Shanghai. This is the latest one. <laughs> Country wedding. I just finished reading it. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And I know you do um, write a lot of the dual timelines, which I think is really interesting. It, it seems... To me, it, it seems quite hard, but you do it so effortlessly. Do you have any oh, tricks? <laughs> um, well, I do think of the stories, like I have an A and a B and a C story. Mm. You know, the A one is usually the contemporary one, mm. and it probably gets the most time on the page. Um, and each of those stories have to have their own arc, yes. their own little conflict. Uh, like in Zoe's Master, Zoe... I even had three in that in a, in a much smaller sense without the, t- the historical element. Zoe was going out to a cattle property to look for her biological father. I had her mother's story as to how it happened that she, you know, her daughter um, was, you know, her husband wasn't her daughter's father. And then I had the, the, um, the problems... Of, of Zoe turning up for the, for the cattleman and his wife, you know, mm. who had to deal with this situation as well. So Zoe's was the A story, her mother's was the B story, and the cattle property people, that was the C story. And I just um, find a way... I do it fairly intuitively, the actual weaving. Yeah. Yeah, but I know that their crisis or their um, all-is-black moment yes. has to come around about the same time and then finishing them off with the least important story or the C story closed off first, mm-hmm. then the B story, then the A story at the end. Yeah, right. Usually. Although I sometimes I sometimes I play around with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's gorgeous. Wonderful. So how long have you been in the industry all up for now? Um, I, nearly 20 years. Nearly 20. March 1998 was the day I got the call. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So yeah. you would have seen a lot of changes? Oh, yes. Yes. Huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. When I was picked up by Mills and Boone, I was the first author of contemporary romance they'd taken on for eight years. Wow. Um, then they had a sort of a surge and they they employed lots and lots of authors. Um and then, of course, after not you know, in the mid noughties <laughs> um, 
digital publishing took off. We had the GFC, which caused a lot of bookstores to close. Um, Self-publishing blossomed. So yeah, there's been huge changes. Excellent. And, and, and it's, a, it's, it's not an easy industry to be in. It's not. It's no. not. And things are constantly changing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So you have to be absolutely <laughs> dedicated, really, if you want to try and stick there. That's yeah. it. Mm. Absolutely. So how many books have you put out this year? Uh, well, I wrote three last year. Yep. I think they've all been... I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, I'd say three this year. They, they've been published this year. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> and um, so do you like doing multiple books a year or are you going to uh, slow down a little well, bit? Well, I've, I've definitely yeah. slowed down this year and I'm glad I did because we've had a bit of a rough year health-wise. Yeah, but, um, right. Excellent. Yeah. And some of your older Mills and Boons are coming back. Yes, um, and, yes. And I've had lots of reprints of the um, all the ones that are set in yeah. the outback particularly because of the rural run, romance popularity. Yeah. Mm, yes. There's one coming out this week, actually. Yes, I'm so excited. I should have brought it with me. Should have. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have it. The Cattleman's Journey, it's called. I'm yeah. definitely going to have to get her to give me a copy before she leaves today. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's really great. And you think you'll be sticking with the rural for, for the foreseeable well, future? Well, see, I've been writing rural romance all along. Mm. My very first Mills and Boone back in 1998, they called... I can't remember what I called it, but it was something <laughs> quite clever. They called it Outback Wife and Mother. Um, nice. And the, one of the reasons that they bought it was that, it, they, I mean, I got the story right, but they want the, it was set on a cattle property mm. on the Burdekin River out near Charters Towers, and they said, we can't get enough Outback. Wow. So it was already popular overseas then. So when I started writing for Penguin, I wasn't really doing anything new. Yeah. You know, I just went bigger and deeper. Mm. But it was the same sorts of stories I'd already been telling. So it's kind of my core story. But I'm always keen to try and experiment and do different things. So That's it. Yeah, I've got a few different ideas bubbling away, but I'm not absolutely sure yet. Yeah. I, the one I'm writing at the moment is still another story that follows on from The Country Wedding. Loosely, yeah. in that one of the secondary characters from the country wedding becomes a major character in this new oh, story. Excellent. Oh, and and the country wedding, of course, follows the grazier's wife. Yes. But it's not a dedicated series and you can read them out of order without any problem. Yes. They're standalone books. Yeah. That's excellent. Have you ever thought about writing more of a series, same couple, multiple books? Oh, no. No. <laughs> I don't think romance readers... Want to keep reading about the same couple? No, it, over and over. It's the whole yeah. new romance thing that's part of that. That's team. true. That's yeah. true for sure. Excellent. And um, so, apart from conferences, uh, do you do anything else like uh, getting on a retreat or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been um, going on an annual retreat with a group of writer friends for ten years now. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And, and um, whereabouts do you go? Is there somewhere dedicated? Uh, there is now. We now go to a place on the Gold Coast. We Originally we tried a few different spots until we found one that suited us all that was near an airport. Because there's people, these these other riders come from New Zealand, South Australia, all over. So, wow. you know. Gosh. Um, yeah. And, and do you all write similar sorts of genre? Or? Well, we certainly did at the start. Yeah. We were all writing Mills and Boone in one form or another. Mm -hmm. But now we've 
We've all branched out a little bit and yeah. tried different things. Yeah. Brilliant. And where do you find your books are selling the most? Are you still most popular in Australia? Well, uh, the Penguins are almost exclusively, certainly the printed books are almost exclusively Australia. Uh, yeah, um, the Mills and Boone used to do well in America, but that's shrunk a lot in, over recent years. Mm. Europe, it's, they're still very popular in Europe. Excellent. And mm. I believe you've got a manga... Oh, yes. Yes. I've got a few of those. So, so Japanese manga, that's where they're yeah. all animated. <laughs> they're beautiful. <Yeah. laughs> that's so exciting when you get your first manga. <laughs> Something yeah. to strive for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just so cool. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's really great. Thank you so much for coming today. I'm just My so pleasure. excited to talk to you. Well, thank and you, Sarah. I, I can't wait to read the next one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and congratulations to you, too, with oh. your book. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Yes, mm. I, I hope to uh, to get a career like yours one day. <laughs> you. Take a lot more work, I think, for me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, and we'll talk again soon.